Hi, Jonna. Hi. <laughs> Everyone, I'm so super excited to introduce Jonna to Griggly. Did I say it right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Um, you're the star of Love After Lockup, the amazing Wii TV reality show that is just so insane. It's so good. It is like dramatic and crazy and everything a reality show should be. I loved watching it. Um, was hey, Jonna, I kind of didn't like you that much at first. And but as I kept watching the show and I kind of was trying to think of things from your side of the, you know, from your side of things, I grew to love you. And then what, you know, following you on Instagram and on social media, I was like, this girl, we could be best friends, I swear. <laughs> so do you hear that a lot? Do, do a lot of people tell you? That? Yes, I hear that so frequently. People will write me and say, I hated you until I found your social media. that's crazy yeah I mean I can definitely relate if you were to open up my yearbooks from high school every single person said when I first saw you I thought you were going to be such a bitch but I totally love you so (laughs) that's kind of hey are, are you there yes I'm here okay cool sorry we had some technical difficulties I can put it together so it's not a big thing People message you all the time and say that they did not like you until they started following and following you on social media. Um, do you think that the show portrayed you accurately, or do you think they kind of picked and chose some some crazy Jonna moments to focus on? I definitely think they chose crazy Jonna moments to focus on. Um, don't get me wrong, I am nuts, but <laughs> I feel as though they edited it in ways that it made me seem like I was nuts about things that I'm not, that I wasn't really nuts about. I kind of figured, figured as much. Um, I, they kind of seem to villainize you, make you just like really crazy and make Garrett just this nice guy who's just trying to please you. And I just felt like there was a lot more to it than that. Did they, um, did they, how much, how often were they recording you? So to make a comment about what you said about how they tried to make me the villain. Um, yeah, like I saw people saying, wow, Garrett's too good for Jonna. And I was like, are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? Like what, (laughs) what is wrong with people? But then I like realized they're not seeing everything. So, um, Mm -hmm. the way the filming worked was they filmed us maybe, like five times they would come for like four days film for four days leave and then come back a couple months later and film for another four days and they did this throughout March to December okay so it's just like kind of a few days here and a few days there but it wasn't spaced out very often so that's kind of interesting because you're seeing like a chunk of one month and then a whole month has passed or so, and then you're seeing a chunk of another month. A lot of stuff can happen in between. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I kind of wondered if that, if that was what was happening because they did kind of focus so much on, Oh my gosh, this girl is crazy. This guy is just such a nice guy. I don't understand what's happening, but um, yeah. So I did want to ask you, you did mention in the show that there were some things that had changed but with Garrett between being in prison and then being out. That's kind of, you know, to be expected. Someone that's been in prison for a long time. He was in for six years. Yeah, is that six and a half. Okay. So it's definitely to be expected for someone to come out and, and have all this freedom and be different. But what are some ways that you saw a change in him between when he was in prison and then when he was released? Okay, so one thing is that, and it wasn't like right after release, you know, he was pretty much the same guy at first. Um, but one thing was this whole wanting to go out thing. In prison, he mm-hmm. made it seem like he wasn't really interested in that. And I think that when he was saying it, he genuinely believed that he would not be interested. I don't think that he understood that because Garrett was the youngest one in his group of friends. All of his friends are like in their thirties. So I think when he was telling me that he didn't care about going out, he was thinking that his friends weren't doing that because they were all, you know, dads now 
had serious relationships, whatever. And so, what you know, six and a half years ago when he went to prison, they were, you know, 25 years old wanting to go out. So I don't think, I don't think he thought that it was going to be like that still. But when he got out and realized they were still living the same way they were living before he went to prison, he wanted to live that way too. Jeez. And okay. So most of the friends that he was going out with are friends that he had before that he was kind of reconnecting yes. with. All of his friends that forgot about him while he was in prison, all of a sudden came back <laughs> and it wasn't just those friends. He was also hanging out with people he met in prison. Oh, well, that's not no, a great it wasn't. idea. And so everyone's thinking I'm hard on him, but he's literally on probation. And part of probation is you're not allowed to hang out with felons. Like, right. Two yeah. felons can't be hanging out. And he was hanging out with people he met in prison. So That's while crazy. everyone thinks I'm just crazy because I'm mad that he was out late. No, I'm mad that you were out late with people you're not supposed to be around. Right. Because if he gets caught with those people, he could go back Correct. to prison, right? And if not go okay. back to prison, well, he yeah, could violate probation, get a stricter probation. Yeah, and the, the crazy thing is that as you're watching the show, you're looking at it, you're just kind of thinking, oh, she's just jealous. She doesn't want him to have fun. She doesn't want him out without her. He doesn't, she doesn't trust him. But when you put in a perspective of you are doing shit that's going to land you right back where you were, it's a completely different story. Correct. And I don't feel that the show really portrayed that. They wanted me to seem like I just wanted him home with me all the time, which I mean, I would rather him be home than out with the people he was out with but if for example the gentleman that he went out with on the show martin mm -hmm. i don't know how the show made it seem because martin is someone that he works with he met him while he was at work release at the restaurant and martin is not someone that he hasn't seen in months that he was reconnecting with or anything like that martin is a brand new friend and martin is also somebody okay. that in you know real life i like for garrett I, he has, he's in school. He was working. He wasn't doing anything illegal. He doesn't have a record. You know, he likes to party a little bit, but compared to Garrett's other friends, Martin was a saint. So I had no issue nice. with him going yeah. out with Martin. My issues were the, okay. the criminals yeah. that he was hanging out with. It, yeah. And that's definitely understandable. I mean, did he involve you in relationships with his friends did you meet his friends did he want you to go out with him and his friends or did he just kind of want to leave you at home and, and head out and have um, fun? so basically his friends are not the kind of guys that do group things like that with their with their significant others so okay. it wasn't like like they went to strip clubs I don't really want to go to it and they don't even go to nice strip clubs they go to like the grimiest strip clubs <laughs> So, I don't, you know, I've been to a strip club before and I like to go to the nicer ones. You know, he was going yeah. to one yeah. in really bad areas that are the lowest of the low. And it wasn't like if, if those guys were going to invite their girlfriends, then I would have gone. And I did do stuff with them if their girlfriends were going to be there. But if it was right. just guys night, I wasn't going to go. When we did things like with my friends, it was my friends and their husbands or boyfriends and it was a group so it was just a completely different thing right. you know I had girls nights where I would go out without Garrett but I didn't get wild or hang out with bad influences or anything like that <laughs> yeah I mean you don't seem like the kind of person that has like you know like hood yes. ass friends <laughs> yes, like, I mean he so it's a little bit different. Yeah, and I, you know, I get that I needed to let him go out and have his fun and whatever, but not at the risk of going back to prison. Like, no amount of fun is worth going to prison over. Yeah, I mean, that definitely makes sense. I, I know I've never been to prison. It, it sounds awful. So I just feel, I, I get a little bit with, like, Garrett and with Ola back in prison. I just feel like if you spent so much time in prison, wouldn't you be doing like everything in your power to stay out? It just sounds like an awful place to be. I don't think I'd be kind of doing the same thing to get myself landed back in prison. Yeah. And you know, um, he had been out two weeks at one point, And I remember very clearly him telling me, he was like, 
we were standing, he was doing his hair in the mirror and he was telling me how happy he was to be home and that one of his friends just got out and that he was, you know, doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. And he was like, it's just so crazy to me. Like, why would you go right back to the same shit that put you in jail? He was like, I would never do that. And then, you know, flash forward a few months and he's doing it. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, wow, how quickly your mind can change, how quickly you can forget what prison is like and how quickly you can forget who is there for you. Because I mean, I think about it all the time. Like, wow. Like, it's like he didn't learn anything. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I so like a st- my story. I'm, it's it's just insane. I'm gonna have to do a whole episode where I just tell my story. But um, my ex husband was a uh, like a detention deputy at the county jail, and they had him working on the woman's side in like the woman's pod for a while. And I had joked with him and was like, "What are you gonna go find yourself like?" you know, a hot little inmate and leave me. And he looked at me so disgusted and was like, they are disgusting. They are like trashy. They're like meth heads. Oh my God. I can't believe in you would even say that. Well, flash forward a few months. Wouldn't you fucking know? They packed a bag and left me for an inmate he met that just got out of jail. So I think guys sometimes sometimes they like tell on each on themselves. They can stand there and say, "Oh my god, I would never. That's so stupid. Why would you?" And then before you know it, they're doing exactly what they were like so repulsed by. Wow, that's insane. My jaw dropped when I when you said that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like much better happened to me. <laughs> so like, no, mm-hmm. it's insane. It's like you think that you you know, you found this nice guy and like life is going to be good. And then before you know it, you're just like, wait, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? Yeah. And that's why I don't understand I what is happening. A point. You know, people are always like, are you done dating felons? Would you ever talk to another inmate? And they're trying to make <laughs> it seem like what Garrett did was based on the fact that he was in prison. I don't agree with that. I think that guys that have never even been to prison can do awful things to women. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it had to do with who he is as a person and not where. Yeah. And been. for me, I don't even know if Garrett's a bad person. I just think he's a really immature and dumb person. Um, mm-hmm. Making poor yeah, decisions. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't have very good uh, judgment. So I don't think he did anything to be mean. I think that ultimately he came home and thought he wanted what he had been saying he wanted. And then when he saw his friends live in a different lifestyle and having nice cars and money and going out, he wanted that. He also wanted me, but he can't have both because I'm not going to be okay with that. So he tried his best to have both. And eventually I just freaked out and was like, I can't do it. Like you can't, you can't have both. <laughs> and he, he chose the street. No, I'm well, and good for you for, you know, standing up for yourself and deciding, like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. This is not okay with me. This is not the life that I want. And, and kind of ending it. Is that how the relationship kind of fell apart? Did you have an ultimatum moment where you told him that it wasn't okay and he had to choose? Yeah, basically I did give him an ultimatum and he used to, I used to give it to him for months before we even broke up. And he would be like, don't give me an ultimatum because you won't like my choice. Basically telling me, Oof. Like, I'm not going to pick you. And, That's and really yeah, painful. and it hurt. But stuck it out. I stuck it out because, you know, we were engaged. We were planning the wedding. He didn't really start acting out until August. So he got out okay. in March. And August is when things got really bad. They started to get bad. You know, he was doing, like, little things here and there. But August was when... I saw the the big change and realized like, I don't think he's going to be the man that he said he was going to be. And I would say things to him to try to like trigger him to stop. And, uh, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't stop. He just wanted to live that lifestyle. And I would beg him to stop. I would cry. I would do all sorts of things. And he just would stop for like a day and then go right back to it. And, mm-hmm. It's, I think, towards the end, 
we were just both so tired of fighting for the relationship because we were just too different. It wasn't going to work. And neither one of us were willing to compromise. I wasn't willing to be with a street thug and he wasn't willing to stop being a street thug. So we had (laughs) to just call it quits. And I think that it was for the best. I mean, I'll always have love for him, but I'll never forgive him for what he you know, what us breaking up isn't what I'm mad about. I'm mad about the way that he's conducted himself on social media with and allowing, you know, the new girl to bash me and telling her private things about me and letting her twist them around because you don't do that to someone that you respect. And I did a lot for him. He should respect me enough. Yeah. And, and the thing is that, you know, you know that the way that she knows things is that he told her. So, you know, when my ex and I separated, he went around and told everyone that he left me because I was cheating all over the place and he was so devastated. He couldn't even go to work and like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. But people will say things just so that they can kind of get what they want from other people. So even though you were so good to him and you were down for him and you waited for him and you loved him he's going to turn around and tell this new girl whatever about you because he doesn't want her to think that he still cares about you. I mean, and that's the horrible thing is I, I have, I have like hate watched her Instagram and I think she's just she awful. Like, I just don't even understand, but then you kind of go, well, maybe that's, maybe like that's his actual type. Like for anyone saying that Garrett was too good for you, that's insane. I mean, <laughs> like you're way out of Garrett's league. I, I don't even understand how anyone say something like that. Yeah, it's it blew crazy. my mind as well. I mean, there most of the people who talk shit about me are basing their opinion on me only from what they've seen on TV. And mm-hmm. most of the time when people find me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook even, they their opinion changes of me because then they get to know the real me, not just the me that the show wanted everyone to see. And I think it's pretty obvious looking at where I'm at in life and what I'm doing and looking at what Garrett and his new partner are doing, like that, I, mm-hmm. they, I, <laughs> you know, not to sound mean, but I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm thriving. <laughs> yeah, and, you've got your shit together for and, sure. And, um, you know, I mean, inside sources have told me things that I don't really necessarily want to know, but people can't help but to gossip, you know, and they think I want to know, but I don't. But then once you tell me, I can't unlearn it. And for me, it's shocking the things that I hear about him, just, you know, that he like takes care of her kid. I'm like, you know, he complained that we had dogs. He like didn't want the responsibility (laughs) of having to take care of a dog. And now he's taking on somebody else's child. Like, it blows my mind and not to compare a kid to a dog, but I'm comparing the responsibility, you know, of a, of a living thing. Like you abandoned your animal and I had to find her a new home, but you're taking on a child that somebody else's like, I just don't understand why you couldn't do both. I think that's an incredibly painful thing about a relationship ending because what can happen is you feel like you've given this person so much. You loved them unconditionally. You were there for them. You supported them. You were like, I mean, you were their rock. And then suddenly the relationship ends. And sometimes you get a little, a little sneak peek into their next relationship because, you know, we all Facebook stalk and all that crap. But what can be really, really painful is when you see that person doing for someone else what you always wanted them to do for you. Yeah. And that is like the worst part of breaking up. You're like, I loved you so much and I did so much for you and you would just not give that back to me. Why is the next person more worthy of you giving your all to them than I was? And that is like the worst thing about breaking up. So painful. Yeah, that it's hard to hear that. That's why I blocked them. That's why I asked people to stop telling me things. And most of the time people reach out to tell me like they're like making fun of them, but it's like I still don't want to know because yeah, you don't need it. In yeah, your because face all even the time. though it is 
in my opinion, sad and pathetic the way that their lives are. Because to me, like, not like, and I'm probably going to get hate from this, whoever, if somebody that is team them (laughs) hears it, but to (sighs) me, like what he's living is rock bottom. Like if I was in his shoes, I would be devastated because that's just not how I would want my life. Like from everything, from the fact that he's taking care of another person and their child living in his dad's house because he you know, can't, doesn't have credit. He's driving an old car when he used to drive luxury vehicles. He's working at a restaurant when he had higher hopes for himself. You know, all of that is like, for me, that, that would make me feel like shit about my life, but he's happy. Like he's genuinely happy. I think, I mean, I don't talk to him. I just from social media, what people have shown me, he seems really happy. And that is what hurts because it's like when you were with me, we never had to worry about money. You were always driving in nice cars. We were always able to go out. There was no children that we had to take care of. We had dogs, but you know, we would put we we would put them in doggy hotels if we were going out of town. Like I just felt like his life was so much better, but he wasn't happy for whatever reason. And now he's with this girl and he's happy. And that's a tough pill to swallow because you feel like you gave your all to somebody and they it wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough. Yeah. And I think for, yeah, I mean, I can, I can totally relate to um, that. Seeing like in my divorce, like seeing my ex-boyfriend or my ex-husband go from living in our condo that we owned and our family and all of this to going and literally living in a one bedroom apartment, sleeping on a crappy mattress on the floor and literally having nothing and still saying to me, like, I'd rather be here than with you. (laughs) It's like, the most insane thing you do. You feel like I, I gave you everything. Why wasn't enough? Why would you rather have nothing and be happy? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. how I feel. I feel like, you know, I mean, at this point, it's way too late for him to ever come back to me. But in the beginning, when he was telling me that he, he came over one night when we were like separated, but like trying to work things out, he came over and we were laying on the bed and he started to fall asleep. And I was like, don't fall asleep. You can't sleep here. And he was like, sorry, this bed's just so comfortable. Like, I've been sleeping on a shitty-ass mattress. But it's like, you could come home. But you don't want Mm -hmm. to. You want to sleep on the shitty-ass mattress and live this lifestyle that you're living. All you have to do is come home and stop being a criminal. And, like, we we could work things out. (laughs) But then once I found out about, you know, his escapades with the stripper and all that, that's when, for me... I mean, I think it was already a done deal for him, but for me, it was, I was a little behind. Um, I think what for, I think for him, he felt really guilty about what he did to me. And the second that I told him I cheated on him, I think that that lifted the guilt for him. And now he doesn't, he like really does not care about me at all. Like he, the only care he had was some pity for me, I think. And then when I admitted to cheating on him is when he decided, oh, well, now I really don't give a fuck about her. Nellie, go ahead and say whatever you want about the bitch. Here's some ammo for you. And I, I feel like that Ugh. made him feel like I didn't do anything wrong. Like she cheated on me. So who cares if I moved on? And before he was like trying yeah. to protect my feelings because he had me on, you know, a pedestal of sorts. Like, oh, she was a really good woman. She doesn't deserve this, you know. But then as soon as he had that leverage on me, he was like, oh, no, I don't care anymore. Like, say whatever you want. <laughs> That's crazy because he I mean, so how did you find out that he cheated? I don't even know for sure if he cheated. I don't have proof. Um, there's certain things that don't add up. But I found out about her because I was logged into his Instagram when um, we had broken up, I didn't know that there was another girl in his life. And honestly, you know, I missed him. So we had been broken up for like a month and I missed him and I was sad. And so sometimes I would look on his Instagram to see if he was looking at mine. Cause you know, you can like look at your recent searches and stuff and it just made me feel good to know he was still looking at my page. And then like, there were times when I would see that he was saving my photos into like his like saved things. So I was like, Like, it made me feel good. Like, okay, you know, I'm not going to talk to him or bother him. 
but just to know he's thinking about me made me feel good. And um, one day I was just doing that same thing, like just doing my weekly check to see if he's been looking at me. (laughs) And all of a sudden a message pops up from this girl. And it's like, hey, we can talk on here. I downloaded this app. And at the time I was like, why does she need, what does she mean? Like she can't text him. And I didn't understand. So Mm. it was happening in real time, this conversation. And at first I was like, oh, maybe this is some girl that he's messing around with. But then like I saw the L word dropped and I was like what like I I don't understand like you love this person he was literally saying to her I love you crazy lady and that's what he used to say to me was I love you crazy lady and it made me sick I didn't eat for like two months after that at least like a full meal I would snack and try to eat but I couldn't keep anything down and I and you know part of me was like do I tell him that I know about this girl but then I was like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. So for months, I knew about her and or for like a month, I knew about her and I didn't say anything. And, um, you know, I didn't we didn't speak until one day he wrote me asking for money from the show. And <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, like I couldn't hold it in anymore. He wrote me three times asking for it. Finally, the fourth time I was like, I don't understand, like with your occupation and your girlfriend's occupation you guys don't have cash and he 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 like still wouldn't admit to me that this is his girlfriend even the last time I saw him in person um I saw him at the mall he met me at the mall and I was like I just want to know did you cheat on me with this girl and he was like nah and I'm like are you sure because it's like you're saying I love you like you're in love with her and stuff he's like whoa I didn't say I was in love with her that's a whole different thing. There's caring about somebody and then there's being in love with somebody. I'm like, okay, Garrett, whatever. He was like, I was just messing around with her. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, what does your family think? And he's like, I'm a grown ass man. I'm like, okay, so that means they don't like her. <laughs> so that he, means, I was going to say, that means they do not like yeah. her. <laughs> and then he was like, but she, she doesn't come to family functions. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I don't know. I mean, now she might because they, you know, they've been together. I would say they've been together at least since November, but maybe sooner. Um, But when I first found out about her or whatever, I went on her Facebook page and she had posted pictures of them. And she posted something at like the end of November saying that basically he had been coming into her job for a few weeks, trying to holler at her, but she always said no. And then finally that night she was like, come see me. And that was like their first time hanging out. And that was like the end of November, like after Thanksgiving. But then, of course, fans of the show sent me pictures where she was saying throwback from October. So I'm like, was he cheating? Was she just messed up on her months? Is she just trying to get a reaction out of me? Like, I don't know how this girl operates. Right. What, what month did you guys November. Oh. So November 6th was the day that I said, you need to get out. And I have a feeling that, like, if I have no idea really what the timeline is. I, that weekend, I went to Chicago to do something for the show. And he went to the strip club that weekend that she worked at. And I have a feeling, like, he had probably seen her there before and they'd probably talked. But for whatever reason, that night, I think that they really clicked or something. And he was really feeling mm-hmm. her. And then I came back and we got in a fight like we normally would about him doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. And I was like, all right, you need to get out. Like we need some time apart. And I, I think normally he would have maybe fought me on it, but I think he was feeling this girl. So he saw this as an opportunity to get to know her. And so I kicked Mm. him out and he said he was staying at a friend's house, but an inside source has told me that he was actually staying in a hotel with this girl but I don't know. I don't know how true that is because it doesn't add up with what she posted on her Facebook about he's been coming in for weeks trying to get at me. And now I finally gave him time of day, you know? So I don't know if I'll ever know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like, I, there's a, something that I learned is that I kind of wanted the same thing. I wanted like, how did this happen? When did this happen? Like I wanted answers, but then I realized like, it doesn't matter. 
matter how or when or what day or what time, like it happened and you know, like within you that it's for the best and this would not have worked out well either way. So like better for it to happen now than happen like 10 years down the line when you've got kids and all of that and and life is crazy, but you just kind of have to tell yourself, like, it doesn't matter how it happened, when it happened, who it happened, where, whatever. It does not matter. It's over. And now I have to like, just be okay with it being over because you'll never know. There's only two people that know the answer and neither one of them are going to tell you. Yeah. So (laughs) I mean, even if they did, it's like, would I ever believe them after all the lying, you know, like, yeah, you could, you could tell me 10 years from now, look, this is what really happened. And I still would be questioning it. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. And like that girl, I have no intention of ever having a conversation with her. So no, I wouldn't believe anything she said either. So (laughs) you wouldn't even want to ask. Yeah. Because she's the kind of girl that would say something just particularly to hurt you on purpose. So, you know, she's just going to be nasty and and be try to be hurtful. So yeah, you would never ask her. But um, I did want to ask you because there was a little comment going on saying that you paid for your own wedding ring and I know that that's not quite how it happened but in the case of the proposal that made me kind of wonder if you had a part in the wedding ring and choosing it or or whatever part you had in that was the proposal staged or was it expected or how did that happen so basically I definitely had a part in what kind of ring I wanted. Anytime we'd go to a place like a mall or an outlet or anything that had a jewelry store, we would pop in and I would show him exactly what I wanted. I would, I had been telling him for years, he had access to my Pinterest account. So he knew exactly what kind of ring I wanted there. (laughs) It was no secret. Um, that was definitely twisted around to make it seem like I bought my own engagement ring, but I went live and I cleared that up for everyone. Um, I knew he was going to propose to me eventually, but I didn't know he was going to do it on my birthday. Um, I found out later that, so the show filmed us in March and then I think they came back one time in April and then they didn't come back again until my birthday. Well, I found out later that Garrett bought the ring and texted the show and was like, hey, I want to propose to Jonna. I'm trying to do it sooner rather than later, but I want to do it by her birthday at the least. And I didn't know if you guys wanted to film it. And so then they uh-huh. came and, you know, came, they made it seem like they were coming to film my birthday. And, um, you know, then I would ask, well, what else are we filming? Like, my birthday's not going to be that exciting. And they're like, well, I have some other stuff planned for you, <laughs> but it's a secret. You'll like it, though. And so then that's when, you know, I didn't know I was getting proposed to. So he proposed and then they had us go look at wedding venues, try the cupcakes. I don't even think the wedding venues made the the cut, though. We did it. I don't think so. I don't remember. I remember the cupcakes. Scene. Yeah, we did the cupcakes. <laughs> and then it's crazy that none of the weddings have made the um, the cut because it was literally an, a 12 hour day of filming. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. So it's shocking that they used all that footage or filmed all that for no reason. <laughs> But I just remember you telling Garrett that you weren't going to cut like X amount of people out of your wedding just so he could have cupcakes. Yeah. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I... <laughs> so I definitely remember that. But yeah, I don't remember seeing any venues or anything, any other kind of wedding plan type Yeah, things. no, I definitely, we filmed all day. And so that's what, what they were filming was that stuff, but it didn't end up making the cut. So I didn't know that he was doing it on that day, but. I mean, I talked about um, getting engaged so often that, I mean, I knew that he was going to do it eventually. Eventually, yeah. So when it comes to the wedding on the beach, um, that I was so happy you didn't go through with that. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not what you want. Do not do this. Um, It seemed like a pretty emotional day. Why did you... Is that something that the show wanted you to do to end the show with the wedding? It didn't seem like either one of you were really excited about that wedding. Um, so basically I hate the beach. So that was my first issue, <laughs> but the show definitely was 
interested in weddings, as you could tell from the other cast members. Um, you know, mm-hmm. that's why when people are like, you were forcing him into a into getting married, I'm like, do you, do you really think that's what was happening? I mean, do you think that all of us are crazy women that wanted to force them to marry us right out of prison? <laughs> like, don't you think there's a storyline there? Like, come on, get to know TV a little bit. Like, that pisses me off. <laughs> but ultimately, they definitely wanted a wedding, and I just couldn't, I couldn't go through with it. And I think Garrett would have been fine with that eloping he would have been fine he wanted to get married in prison so he would have been (laughs) fine with anything you know and once I said to him no we're having a big wedding he was like all right well that's cool too it'll be fun but I just I pretty much knew from the beginning that I was not going to go through with that I was just trying to you know there was like one percent of me that was like all right let's just get this over with we're going to get married anyway (laughs) and you know but I just couldn't do it. Like getting ready in a bathroom and all that stuff. <laughs> it, it's just yeah. not my idea of a wedding. And then looking back, thank God I didn't go through with it because I'd be trying to go through a divorce right now. <laughs> that would have been a mess. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember seeing something too saying that Mary and Dom were already married. Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about that. Um, from what I saw that she posted was that that was a bridesmaid's dress or something. Yeah. Wow. And people... I don't know about that. <laughs> have you seen the picture? Um, I think that I have, and it's a white dress, right? Right. And the, the thing is that underneath it in the comments, I think it's his mom says something about, um, I mean, people are congratulating them. And then his mom says something like, Oh, my son and daughter-in-law or something like that so definitely sparked some controversy because we're like why are these people pretending that they're you know getting ready to get married if they've already been married for a year or two uh you know that was definitely kind of crazy (laughs) there's there's (laughs) things that unfortunately we'll never have full answers to because we sign contracts you know (laughs) and Mm -hmm. um people I, I feel like in some ways reality TV is a little bit behind the times because back in the day you could do stuff and nobody would know what was real, what was fake, whatever, because social media wasn't a big thing. But now Mm -hmm. with social media, like people aren't going to just stop posting about their lives, you know, and stuff that was posted. For example, the big thing that they did to me was act like I met Garrett online. Right. And I always disputed that. Well, and I rewatched the first episode again. And so you're there and you're saying, I had a little bit too much Moscato and I started looking online and it just really made it sound like, oh, you were tipsy and you're like, hmm, wonder what hot inmate I can find on the interwebs. Yeah. And then you went on and found it. Yeah. And that wasn't the case at all. Um, I, and if you like watch that clip again, <laughs> like here's some inside scoop. If you watch that clip again, you'll see that I'm talking and I'm like, I had one too many glasses of Moscato and was looking and I say something and then it like takes it off of my face and shows like me driving my car. And then you hear like the tone of my voice change and it goes online and then it goes back to like a different tone because they like put that in there and it, it really wow. it really bothered me because I felt like our story was interesting enough. I don't understand why they wanted it to seem like I met him online. Um, but they did. And I got a lot of hate for that. And I that's... Well, because you've, you've known Garrett like since you were kids, Yeah, right? I met Garrett when I was in middle school. So first of all, my, my main thing is I wasn't looking for love from an inmate. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. basically, I was in a bad place in my life, you know, feeling like, you know, insecure, maybe, I guess. I don't know. But um, I was working where I met Garrett and thought of him and just remembered that when we were kids, he liked me. And I wanted to reach out to him because I was thinking, maybe he'll like me now. <laughs> but I had no <laughs> idea that he was in jail. I hadn't talked to him in years. So I just started looking for him on social media, which is what I was really saying um, in that interview was, oh, I had some glasses of Moscato and I started looking online to find Garrett. 
but he didn't have Facebook. He didn't have Instagram. He didn't have anything. And so then I started to ask around to people that I knew went to school with him. And then someone told me, oh, he's in prison. And I should have just stopped right there. But then I was, I was way too <laughs> curious. Like, what? I've never talked to anybody in prison before. So, and the rest is yeah, history. Let's hope history never, ever repeats itself again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh, gosh. So I needed to know this, like, just asking for a friend, but really for yeah. myself. How did you track Garrett without him finding help? Okay, so <laughs> basically, like, he doesn't know how to use an iPhone, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So when he got it, I had to set it up for him. And when I was setting it up, I was like, okay, um, you know, let me just put some things in here. And so then I just went to the find my friends thing and enabled it so that I was able to track him. But funny thing is, and I didn't know this because the only person I've ever cared to track was Garrett. And actually, that's not true. I track my mom because sometimes she doesn't answer the phone and I just automatically (laughs) assume she's dead or something. So the worst thing happened. So it's not like I'm just crazy about Garrett. And I wasn't tracking Garrett because I will say this. I was very naive. Cheating was the last thing I thought Garrett was doing. (laughs) I was tracking him because of his behaviors, like criminal wise and the people he was hanging out with and I just always wanted to make sure if I couldn't reach him I wanted to be able to see where he was um so that I didn't have to freak out and it helped a lot right because another thing is he's a really bad driver and so he used to drive on the highway 45 minute commute so I was trying to track him without having to call him be like hey are you okay I could just look and be like okay he's on the highway he's good so anyway, but the the thing about this, my warning, if you ever try to track somebody without them knowing is Garrett, when I finally told him that I was tracking him, he was like, I know you are. I was like, how'd you know? And he was like, because there's a um, thing when I like go to your name to text you, it'll say like, do you want to disable tracking? And oh, I was like, oh, like, oh no. shit. And I was like, well, why, did, why didn't you tell me that you knew? And he was like, because, I mean, I'm not doing anything. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so That's too crazy. Did you ever, like, hack into his phone and, and snoop through stuff? I know we talked about Instagram, but did you ever, like, find any red flag text messages or anything? I, like, we had a... I'm not, like, doing anything... Sorry, I just got in my car. Um, he didn't do anything wrong, so like his phone was always open and like logged in. I think I'm losing you a little bit. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. I don't know if you left and maybe your phone went from Wi Fi to like your regular internet. Yeah, that might have been it, but I had to leave because my, um, I have to take my little cousin somewhere. Um, oh, can you hear me okay though? Yeah. So the last thing I heard was that you, uh, you, he kind of always had his phone open, but he wasn't really doing anything. Can you hear me? Oops. I think I lost her. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hey. Okay, so we're back and kind of had a little bit of an issue a little earlier, but, and unfortunately, I can't remember what we were talking about, so (laughs) we'll just have to move on. Um, But yeah, so I wanted to check in with you and see if you are close with any of your castmates. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't do a reunion show with you guys, but have you all actually met met each other? So uh, in early November, all the people who waited got together for a photo shoot. So that's when I got to meet Mary, Andrea, Angela, Scott, and James. And okay. Mary and I hit it off real quick. (laughs) Um, We still talk pretty much every day. 
Wow. Yeah. And um, I've talked to James and Andrea since since then. Um, I haven't talked to Angela or Scott. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool that you guys are, are close. Yes, we're very close. Mary, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, and then also, I know that after things kind of get, got crazy when posted um, with Garrett, like at the fair or something with this girl, uh, kind of after a bit of that, you did a couple of live uh, streams on Instagram and spilled quite a bit of tea, and it was a little bit before the finale had aired. Did you actually end up getting in trouble with WeTV for that? I didn't get in any trouble. I'm surprised I didn't. But had I gotten in trouble, I would have been like, no, because on, you know, my co-star's part, he kept doing things, <laughs> and I would see them, and I would say to We, look, if he keeps doing shit, even though it wasn't really him, it was his girlfriend. I was like, if they keep doing shit, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to defend myself so that people don't think that I'm just obliviously getting cheated on or something. And they kept right. telling me, no, just hold off, just hold off. And they would say stuff to Garrett and he would say, it won't happen again. And then she'd do something else. So, you know, she didn't sign a contract. So for her, like, she doesn't care. She yeah. just, you know, I mean, and I can relate. Like, well, I, I guess I can't really relate, but like, I get, why she wanted to be known because I can't imagine dating someone and not only are you having to like stay low key but you know all these women that think they're hitting on him Mm -hmm. to piss me off are really pissing her off (laughs) because I don't care if they hit on him I think it's funny for her she's like this is my man and these (laughs) bitches are hitting on him calling him you know gorgeous whatever and she can't say anything or claim him. So I understand her frustration. But at the same time, we had a business arrangement. And she right. kept violating it on his page. And eventually, I just got sick of it. And I just snapped. And I was like, all right, you want to be known? Let me help a sister out. So I did. <laughs> and, you know, I got in trouble with my main producer. He was like, why would you do that? You know, but that's from the net. That's not from the network. That's from the production company. And, you know, he wasn't happy about it, but we never said anything to me because technically I didn't, I didn't like spoil the ending because um, none of that took place on the show. It happened after. Right. So, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you didn't get in any trouble like legally because of, you know, contracts and everything signed. And maybe, honestly, maybe that kind of sparked a little bit more interest for the finale. People wanting to see, like, what happened, what went down, why weren't you guys together? You know, they didn't really quite show that, but, um, I, man, I was there for it. I was like, oh, my, I'm, like, sending screenshots to my friend Crystal, who, like, loved the show, too. We're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, yeah, I mean- it was so... It was just kind of, um, I know it's like awful and it's something bad that you went through, but I was like, good for her for just like standing her ground and being like, no, you are not going to drag me through the mud because this is what really happened. Yeah. And you know, there's still people who don't know my side of the story and have shit to say, but you know, my whole thing is you, if your opinion of me is based solely on what you saw on the show, then your opinion's inaccurate. And Mm -hmm. I don't care to hear it. So I just block you. But my whole thing with the network and the production company was, okay, so you're mad at me for posting that me and Garrett aren't together anymore. But why is it okay for my co-stars to post that they are still together? Isn't it supposed to be that nobody knows anything? Like the only reason they're mad at me is because we broke up. But what if Garrett and I were still together? Did you not want me posting that about us being together? You know? Because Mary and Andrea were posting that they were still with their partners. Um, You know, we all found out that Ala was back in jail and Liz never got out. So I just felt like it was kind of like they were expecting me to keep my mouth shut just because we weren't together. But they didn't care what the other cast members were doing as far as posting that they were together. So, yeah, that's a good point. It's like, isn't it supposed to be a mystery? Did they make it? Did they not? So. Yeah, to focus in on you guys because you weren't together, that doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense to yeah, do it that and way. Yeah, so that's why if they would have, you know, tried to get mad at me, I would have used that defense 100% because that's not fair 
that just because we aren't together, I have to keep my mouth shut. Do you know how hard it is to go through a breakup privately? <laughs> and oh, people, I can't imagine. People were like, oh, you guys are so cute together. You know, I would post a video of him. I posted already broken up, but nobody knew. And I posted it and I was like, hey, Gare Bear, just, you know, trying to throw people off. And, mm-hmm. and like, people kept commenting, like, oh, my God, the way he looks at you, you can tell how much he loves you. And I'm just like, L O L. Yeah. Like, little do you know that we've been broken up and he has a new girlfriend, but okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I bet that was hard, too, to have people telling you that. And it is sentimental. Like, you kind of think back on the good times and, and you kind of ask yourself, what could I have done differently? Or could we have made it work if we did this or if we did that? And it, it was probably kind of painful to watch everything back on the TV show. Yeah, I mean, watching it back on the TV show, I feel like it didn't portray our relationship accurately at all. I mean, did we fight? Yes, but it seemed like that's all they wanted to show. Mm-hmm. And we definitely had our great times together. And I feel like there wasn't enough of that shown. So it leads people to believe that we just had some terrible relationship. So I tried to share some of our good times. Um, I posted a video one time of like when he was trying to trick me into thinking he was proposing and he really had like an ugly necklace. (laughs) And, you know, it just showed like our fun side. You know, I wasn't just always bitching at him. Um, And I, I, I feel like that's why people either A, think I'm just this awful person that bitches and that Garrett deserves better or they B, only see Garrett as this guy who talks shit to me and didn't treat me right and they think I deserve better and you know it's just you're only basing that off of what you see on tv but you know like I told you earlier they only filmed us five times for four days over the course of eight months Mm -hmm. so right and when you think about it it's there's seven episodes in the season each episode is 40 minutes long (laughs) and there's four couples So you're only seeing, you know, 10 to 12 to 15 minutes of someone's life in each episode. We really only got to see you guys for a couple of hours together. And over, you know, six to eight months, that's not a lot of time to get to know someone. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, for example, uh, like a couple hours ago, I don't really get as much, as many hate comments as I used to. But there's still some people who are Team Garrett, I guess, or Team Nelly, whatever. And this girl like goes out of her way to comment on a photo of me that I posted weeks ago and is like, Garrett's so much happier with his new relationship. You were a whiny bitch. All you did was bitch at him for wanting to have guys nights, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, do you even know what you're talking about? But it's like not worth it for me to try to stand up to myself or stand up for myself to someone who wants to hate me. So if you want to hate me, that's fine, but you're not going to do it on my page. So I just delete and block. And now you can hate on me on your own page or on other people's pages, but I don't <laughs> want to see it on my newsfeed. And especially because you have no idea. That's what the block button yeah, is for. You have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. Like you saw a couple hours of me and it was all edited to make it look like all we do is fight. There was like, you know, we had our fun times and they kind of showed it in the show, like our ride home, you know, from prison when I picked him up and I was joking with him about working at a car wash and, you know, they showed a little <laughs> bit of it, but most of it was me bitching at him for stuff. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we were together for five years. Do you really think that's all we did for five years was me bitch at him and him take it? Like, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's Probably ridiculous not. that people think they know me and know Garrett from what they saw on that show. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, and people love to hate. They they want to hate something. They'll hate watch a show. You know, they'll hate listen to something because they just like to be angry about stuff. But yeah, if you're only getting a piece of it, it's not fair to make a judgment on someone's entire life and their relationship and everything because you're only seeing a p- bits and pieces here. Yeah, and, and that's exactly why I'm really glad that social media is a thing because it gives me a chance to speak my truth. It gives me a chance to show my real personality. And it helps people understand like I'm not just this crazy girl that's always yelling at her boyfriend um (laughs) you know if anyone takes the time to look through my Instagram and old photos from you know me and Garrett being together during prison during when he first got out and all that you'll see why I fell in love with him it wasn't like 
like people just think oh he was just you know using her from jail like no that's not the case <laughs> but if that's if yeah that's what people want to think to make them feel better about what happened between us that's fine but you're not going to insult me in the process so with at least on my page you can do it elsewhere you but yeah Uh, is there something juicy about filming the show or something that happened within the show or is there any like fun kind of secret that you can tell people about the process or anything that we might not know Um, about it I don't know what I'm allowed to tell you without you know violating my contract Um, (laughs) I mean here's one thing I'll tell you and you know I don't know if I'll get in trouble for it or not I don't think so but what people need to understand is two things. Just because you don't see it on TV doesn't mean it didn't happen. And what I mean by that is a lot of people were very confused as to why Garrett's family wasn't filmed. That's because they didn't want to be filmed. That doesn't mean that they're not involved in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm guilty of that. I'll watch a show and I'll be like, well, where's, where's the father or something? And it's not that the father's not involved. It's that the father doesn't want to be on TV. And that's a lot of people don't want to be on TV, especially a prison related show. So I had a ton of friends that didn't want to be a part of the show because they have careers and they don't want to be associated with that. And I get it. That's fine. But I hate when viewers take the fact that, you know, Nobody in Garrett's family was there as Garrett didn't have support from his family. Garrett had tons of support from his family. His family is amazing. So that's one thing that I want people to know. But the other thing is that people need to keep in mind is they can only film where they can get permission to film. So it's not like I could just be like, hey, I'm going to go to this place and they can get the whole camera crew there and film it. So things had to happen at places where they had privileges to be. So when people see us going somewhere specific, doesn't necessarily mean we were always going to those places. Um, For example, the strip club that you see Garrett going to, that was not a frequent strip club. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's a a little bit of a strip club that they were okay. Okay, that's interesting. Well, I know that you have some um, some new things coming up. You're kind of making a big change in your life and moving. Are you still just moving to Austin? Yes, I move next month. Um, awesome. You know, I think a lot of people have this idea that I'm moving to like run away from Garrett or, you know, whatever. But so just a little background. I grew up in Tampa and then when I turned 15, my dad sent me to Massachusetts to go to high school and I loved it there. I just fit in so well. I made some of the most amazing friends. I, you know, participated in extracurriculars. I got good grades. I just always had a boyfriend, like just such a different lifestyle than what I was living in Tampa. And I didn't want to leave, okay. but I had Florida prepaid. So my dad made me come back to Florida and I brought a boy with me. We lived together. I was rebelling because I was so mad that I had to come back to Florida. And, mm-hmm. you know, after me and the guy broke up, I wanted to move back to Massachusetts, but I didn't have the funds to do so. And my dad was not supportive of it at all. So I ended up being stuck in Tampa for a, a long time. At the end of 2012, I finally had a pretty good job and I was planning to go to move. I was thinking either another city in Florida or I would try to go back to Massachusetts or go to California. And I was getting stuff together to do this when I randomly thought of Garrett and decided to write him. And you know how that story goes. So that kept me in Florida. But I always used to tell him and my friends, if, you know, Garrett gets out and it doesn't work out for us, I'm going to be a flight attendant so I can travel. But then I got got Penelope and I don't know how to juggle that kind of career while having an animal when I'm single. So it's not like this is a new thing that I just randomly decided to move. I've been wanting to get out of Florida. Garrett kept me here because I had hopes that he was, you know, the one and we were going to make it work and whatever. 
But when it didn't, I saw that as an opportunity. Like, I don't have baggage anymore. Because, you know, he's a felon. He can't go anywhere. So, right. you know, Andy's on probation. So he really can't go anywhere. And now it's like, I can get a fresh start and leave this place finally that I have been miserable in for 10 years. So, you know, the second we broke up, before I even knew he had a new girlfriend, I would say within three days of officially breaking up and realizing, yeah, we're not going to work it out. I decided I wanted to move and I was in between places, but leaning towards Texas. And finally one day I just made the decision and, you know, uh, the last time I saw Garrett was in January and I met up with him at the mall and I told him, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to get champagne? Because I'm moving, I'm moving to Texas. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I'll I'll talk to my dad about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I told him I was moving to Texas. Then a few weeks later is when the girlfriend came out and was making herself known and blah, blah, blah. And then when I officially posted, hey, I'm moving to Texas, she said that she ran me out of the state. And I thought that was funny (laughs) because before her and I ever even had words, I told Garrett, hey, I'm moving to Texas. (laughs) So... Like, they knew I was moving to Texas before I announced it. And she knows that she's not the reason I'm moving. It was just a way for her to stay relevant and make it seem like she scared me out of the state. (laughs) So I just want to use use this platform to clear that up, which I will do more frequently if I can. That I did not leave. I'm not leaving because I'm afraid of this girl. Like... I'm leaving because I just don't <laughs> feel like I fit into Florida. And I don't know if I'll fit in in Texas, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I've heard amazing things about Austin. I have a lot of friends that live there. And I've thought about moving there myself. I'm in Denver. And it is, I love it here, but it's crazy expensive. So I'm like, maybe I should go down to Texas. But yeah, it's it's amazing when you kind of have that freedom that you know you can go anywhere and do anything you want to do. You're not being held back by someone's restrictions yeah, anymore. I, mean, I think you're going to like it there. That I, I was really sad about having to give up. Um, you know, I always pictured when I was younger, getting married and going on family vacations with my partner and our children and whatever to other countries. And when I came to the realization, I don't even know how I figured it out. I was like on Google looking up traveling for felons. And I found out, yeah, he can't go many places. <laughs> Because other countries don't want Mm. our criminals in their countries. So, like, there was a bunch of places that we would never be able to go to together. And it it takes away from the partnership in a way because it's like you want to be able to experience those things. I don't want to go without you to Greece. I want you to come with me. And now that we're not together, like, that's not something I have to worry about. And I'll make sure that I don't find myself another felon (laughs) so that we can travel. (laughs) Yeah, it's not your problem anymore. So now you are going to have a fresh new life. I do like the idea, like you said on Instagram, about uh, you needing your own show about the new life and (laughs) what's going on going forward. I think I would totally watch that. I think that's a great idea. But it's it's exciting and it's new and it's fresh and it's. I think you're going to have a great time and make a lot of friends. And, and it's kind of cool that you've got the social media and the following, because maybe you can reach out to some people that watch the show and end up making new friends in the area. Yeah, I've definitely so been talking cool. to some, some ladies that I met through Instagram that live in Austin. And I'm doing a brunch my first Sunday there. And I invited anyone that wants to awesome. come to come. So hopefully I'll meet some friends through that. And you know, I look forward to it. I'm going to try to get a job quickly and I'm going to try to join a gym, make friends there. They have French bulldog groups where you can have meetups and play dates. So I'm just going to put myself out there and make friends, do everything I can to meet new people and, you know, just have a good time and live my life because I've been miserable in Florida for 10 years. I mean, even when I was with Garrett, he wasn't here for majority of our relationship. He was you know, in prison. So I, I just didn't really like Florida. Right. I've made some really great friends here, but I just always felt like something was missing and I wasn't really sure what it was. And I still don't know what it is, 
but I just know that I need, there's, there's so many places out there to live. Why would I just stay in the same place for my whole life? I mean, it's a good, it's a good point. I don't like Florida. I, my ex-husband was, his dad was from Orlando and I love going there to ride roller coasters and go to Universal and everything, but I would never want to live there (laughs) ever. Oh, it's just like huge bugs and I have really curly hair. So I have like an Afro all the time in Florida. (laughs) It's like, just not for me. I mean, and that's how it is. (laughs) So I, there's different states that are for some people. Like when I went to New York, I couldn't imagine living there. I like visiting, but I wouldn't want to live mm-hmm. there. I, you know, it was really different from Florida and not that I like Florida, but it's just the, all the places seem really small and there's like a ton of people inside of them and you can barely move and the weather just wasn't doing it for me. So while I would visit, I would never want to live there. And then there's some people who would never imagine living anywhere but New York City. Yep. It just depends on what's yes, right for you. Exactly. Definitely. Cool. Well, it has been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm a fan and I think we should yes, be best of friends. Course. I'm always open so, for new- I'm just going to throw that out there. For new best friends. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Jonna, congratulations on your move and everything. Uh, maybe we can check up later on on you and see how everything's doing after you get settled. But I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and just thank you so much for your oh, time. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have you a great too. day. Bye.